You are listening to a fucking Spurs podcast. Brought to you by the Eavesdrop Studios Podcast Network at eavesdropstudios.com. Where eavesdropping is okay as long as you tell everybody what you heard. Rep that silver and black. Uh, or if you're feeling a little retro, go ahead and rep that retro, baby. Do what you do. It's time, baby. It's time for a Go Spurs Go season. And we're going to go, all right. On today's episode, yeah, buddy, we're going to talk a lot about Pop and what he had to say on Media Day. He had a lot to say. Right, we're going to talk DeJounte Murray and his new role, the style of a team that we can expect to see, what he's going to do for DeMar DeRozan, Patty and LaMarcus taking the leadership role, who's going to lead us, the big three are gone, <laughs> LaMarcus Aldridge says that this team is better than last year's and I might have to agree with him on that. Pop is going to talk about how much we're going to miss Danny Green and Kyle Anderson. Defense comes first. You got to play D, baby. Lonnie Walker, G League or NBA. He'll earn it. We'll talk about it. Who are those guys that are on that bubble spot that might make the team non-guaranteed? We'll find out. We're going to see who maybe has a shot, who doesn't have a shot. But first, Sirenova for the first time of the season. Go ahead and drop that beat for me, player. What about you? I'm a fun guy. Uh, obviously, I love the game of basketball. I don't even know where you're sitting at. Before we start getting into basketball on this into this game that we love to watch this game that we're passionate about about this team that we're passionate about I want to take a small fraction of your time to talk about what pop opened up his media day statement with and that was being thankful to all the people that came out and supported him players management um, San Antonio fans fans from all over the place um, just really showed him a lot of love and support of during the passing and mourning of his wife, and um, and he he goes and takes the time and he could he had you hear the sincerity 
of appreciation um, in his voice when he's talking about this. So, Pop, I know you're not listening, but we fucking love you, Pop. When when you're when you're when that happened, we all we all mourned, and um, we just appreciate everything he's done for us. And and then he goes ahead and uh, talks about the passing of um, Coach Newman, who was a longtime assistant Spurs coach who just passed away also in the summer. <clears throat> so. You know, it's a little bit of a sad note, but you know what? Pop always talks about this is just a game. There are bigger things in life than playing basketball, watching basketball, enjoying basketball. And that's something that he's preached his whole career to all of his players. They all talk about it. He, you know, rarely off the court is he ever talking about basketball. He's talking about politics or religion or life. You know, food, wine, things like that. You know, other interests. He's like he likes to understand what other interest, what the interests are of his players and of his coaching staff, and and he's has that grand scale, and that's why people love him because he understands that, and it's not all about the wins and losses. And I wish that other organizations had the luxury <laughs> to be like that. Um, but we have a great organization who's going to ride or die with Pop, so he has the freedom to go ahead and, and preach. And just a quick shout-out to Pop on that note. Now, let's get into some Spurs basketball. First, let's talk DeJounte Murray. Tony Parker is gone. Patty Mills is a reserved point guard who is just synced and cemented into his backup role of coming off the bench and scoring so you know what DeJounte it's your time it's your time it's about to go down it's a new era the old era is done but let's go ahead and talk about the new era of DeJounte the young prince slick willy skinny jeans that's my boy flashy so fly beautiful woman DeJounte Murray Pop goes ahead, goes ahead and talks about what we expect out of him. And we know that he's hungry. We know that DeJounte is ready. I think we can all agree that he's ready performance-wise on the court. Um, and I just hope and pray to God that he learned and soaked up as much leadership qualities um, as he could around players like uh, Tony Parker, Danny Green, and Manu Ginobili, um, and learn how to lead the right way. It's easy to say you want to lead, but it's another thing to go out and do it and get the best out of the out of your teammates and the people that are on that floor with you and that go into battle with you every night. That is what leadership is. That's what point cards do. They make everyone around you better. Not saying that he's gonna not gonna score the ball. Of course he is. The boy's got game. But let's go ahead and hear what Coach Pop had to say about DeJounte Murray and what he expects from him. And he also drops a little bit of nuggets on the style of play that we can ex- uh, expect to see this coming season. Yeah, you know, he, he's going he's gonna to have a lot of things he's going to have to try to do very quickly. Uh, but luckily he's got, you know, some vets there like LaMarcus and Patty uh, to lean on in that regard. So... Uh, what he's got to be able to do is run the show well, but he doesn't have to think about all the philosophical things and, and the psychology of the team. You know, we'll, we'll take care of that along with some of the older players. Uh, he's got a lot on his plate uh, just running the show, and that's what we want from him more than anything to begin with. You know, he, he really 
wants to be good. He really wants to uh, be to the team what Tony was to the team. And I'm confident he'll do that as time goes on. But, you know, if, if he watched that much film all summer, uh, it, it'll help give him a picture. But, you know, the improvement is really made out on the court. When somebody's in front of you trying to keep you from doing what you want to do, you know, that's, that's when you figure it out and you get better. But he's, he's up for the, the challenge. Uh, we're going to let him run, uh, take advantage of his athleticism, and, you know, people will have to respond to that. I mean, are, are there players, uh, they're going to have to run like they never had to run before because he's going to go. And if they want to get the ball, they're going to have to run with him. So a few things that I pulled out from those uh, statements about DeJounte is that we might be a little bit more transition-oriented this year than we have been in past, especially more than we were last year. Last year, we were just a... Uh, Let's walk it up. Let's set it up. We got to get the ball to LaMarcus Aldridge as much as possible. So things are going to change. We're going to go ahead and give it to DeJounte. DeJounte, go. What does that mean? What does that mean? Well, when I think about it, it's like, hey, if we're going to let DeJounte Murray run, we got to have shooters on the floor. If we want to get in transition, we got to sprint to those corners, sprint to those wings. Extra pass, two extra passes. Reminds me, makes me think a lot of 2013-2014 Spurs basketball where we get the ball up the floor. Trying to get easy buckets. Let DeJounte use his athleticism the same, the, what, like what Pop said. And we're going to take advantage of his skills. And he can really score the ball. Um, and he's going to have that burden um, to initiate the offense. He's going to have to run the offense. And I love what Pop said about... He wants it. He really wants to be great, and you can see that in him. He's he's a he's a natural born leader. He's a warrior. He's ready to go. But what this tells me is that it's time to let's let's small let's let's shrink the lineup a little bit. Lamarcus, we're going to the five, baby, and we're putting shooters around you. Dejounte is going to bring up the ball. He's going to get you the ball. Initiate the offense. And it's going to be very interesting to see him blossom in this type of role, see how he handles it at first, and then see how he grows into it throughout the season. And uh, hopefully come playoff time, he knows what he has to do. When Pop spoke about DeMar, it was very brief. And I'm not going to get into a lot of DeMar DeRozan because there really wasn't a lot to pull from other than that he's feeling the love from san antonio spurs fans and from san antonio in general um which is a great sign makes he made a statement saying that he wants to play as hard as and and make us feel as great as we made him feel when the whole trade thing went down um so that's very heartwarming and um positive moving forward i do want to talk about what pop said about what he expects from from DeMar and he know, he said that you know what we're getting a finished product we're getting an all-star he's already we already know what he's good at we're gonna add some things to his game if he's willing and I'm pretty sure he is willing to be coached by the greatest coach of all time that's right I said it greatest coach of all time greatest mentor of all time so uh demar is gonna grow he's gonna get better we're gonna see him do some things that he's never done before 
um, yes, his shots are gonna get easier. He's not gonna. It's not just gonna be so pick and roll, spread the floor, and go score, which he has proven to be very good at. It's gonna be more systematic. He's gonna get more designed looks um, to get him the ball because that's something that we did really well with Kawhi. We got Kawhi the ball in the spots that he wanted and the spots that he succeeded in the most. And we're going to do the same thing for DeMar. So DeMar is going to get buckets, okay? Um, it's going to be very fun to watch him do his thing. Leadership roles fall upon the shoulders of Patrick Mills, the Aussie, Patty Mills, and LaMarcus, Big L.A., uh, Aldridge okay so these guys are gonna really lead the team this year uh, when it comes to leading by example having a voice in the locker room uh, we'll hear Pau Gasol get into it he's been with us now for two or three years he understands what's going on um, it's great to have Marco Bellinelli back um, not only is he gonna provide shooting for us which we which we definitely needed uh, from that moving from last year into this year um, we desperately needed that shooting, so thank goodness uh, we went out and got Marco. But what Marco does is he brings that championship pedigree back to the town that he got that championship ring. So he's invested already. He's invested in what we do. He's invested in Spurs Nation. He understands what he brings to the table. But now we're going to ask some of these guys to lead. I think those are those big four guys that are going to be very crucial in leading this team. Um, I feel like LaMarcus has done it his whole career back to Portland. LaMarcus Aldridge has been a leader since day one since he was in Portland. So there's nothing really new there, except now he gets to lead the Spurs way. He was around Timmy for a little while, and he's been around Manu and, and, and Tony and and let's not forget we have Pop. Okay, Pop's going to be leading a lot. But what is most important is how this team gels. The Spurs have always been about gelling at the right time. Um, the rodeo road trip, you guys already know. That rodeo road trip is the time that we really come together and start figuring out what we need to fix. And we start fixing those things Come because playoff basketball is just a month or two later. So leadership's going to be very important. We all know about Patty and the energy he brings on the floor, on the bench. Um, but I think what he is kind of like the unsung hero to the voice. Like he's his voice just carries a lot of weight. It echoes from wall to wall in that locker room. If he goes in and he's going to speak, people are going to listen. And of course, Pau Gasol is just, you know, he's a vet. He's a two-time champ. He knows exactly what it takes to get it done. So our leadership roles are shifting but we have more than capable guys to get it done. And I, I honestly think Dante Cunningham is going to, maybe he won't start leading right away. Um, but that guy is just a hard-nosed, tough guy who's going to hold you know other people accountable. He's been on some very good teams. He knows what it takes to, to be successful in this league. So you know that he's going to be preaching that. And you know that he's going to bring that kind of toughness and kind of make these young guys wake up and step up when the time is right because i tell you what boy i mean to be honest guys i mean you guys probably agree with me whenever we're watching that rodeo road trip um that's when you see manu kind of become asshole manu where you can just see him getting 
after guys on the court because he knows around that time <laughs> the urgency is there. So I just want to give that shout out to Manu. I see you, Manu. I see you, Manu, getting all over everybody, holding people accountable. Manu will get an N1 dunk on someone, and instead of going straight to the line, he goes straight to Danny Green's face and tells him, why did he miss that defensive rotation on the other end? I love that. I love that about Manu. So leadership, it's going to be important. I think we're going to be okay. So on media day, LaMarcus Aldridge said that this team he thinks is better than last year's team and that's not a knock on last year's team but he's right last year's team we didn't have Kawhi, we didn't have playmakers around him we didn't even have shooters around him and we still won 47 games and went to the playoffs so i would think yeah this is a way upgrade from last year's team so if any of y'all are sleeping on the spurs not making the playoffs or if you're listening to this, you know that we're making the playoffs. But you know who I'm talking about. ESPN, all those other guys who don't think the Spurs have what it takes this year. And they thought that Minnesota was going to make the playoffs. I called it. If you go back and listen to my ESPN uh, Loses Their Minds um, podcast, I, I say it there. And the, and the episode before that, too. I'm like, Minnesota's not doing anything. They're imploding. Jimmy Butler is asked to be traded. So, yeah, they're they're done. They're done. They maxed out Carl uh, Anthony Towns, gave him a huge contract, but it's over. That that team's not going anywhere. There's there's too many other competitive teams in the Western Conference to have Minnesota in there. And whatever um, ESPN guy who didn't see that coming back in June, I don't know. I mean, poor guy. I mean, I don't I don't want to say he should be fired, but maybe he should be moved off of NBA basketball because that was obvious. Um, so I, di- I digress. Um, we're going to be way better. Last year, the only shooter we really had around uh, LaMarcus Aldridge was Patty Mills and, and Ginobili. This year, we have a playmaker in DeMar DeRozan, a 25-point scorer in DeMar DeRozan. We're going to have an up-and-coming DeJounte Murray. Best believe your ass that we're going to go small. Marco Bellinelli will be in that lineup. Okay, so we have shooters now. Quincy Pondexter can shoot. Um, Bryn Forbes can shoot. Derek White can shoot. Um, we'll see what happens with Lonnie Walker, and we'll get into him in a moment. But this team is definitely better than last year's team. There's no question about it. 47 wins is our baseline. We're getting in the playoffs as long as everyone remains healthy and something drastic doesn't change, you know, and, and everything stays good. Um, we're golden. You know, I expect us to be the fourth seed in the West. I think OKC is going to go ahead and take that third spot behind Houston and, and Golden State. So, yeah, LaMarcus isn't breaking any ground news, any, you know, any breaking news saying that we're going to be better this year. It's obvious. And I'm glad that he knows it. And I'm pretty sure that team knows it, that locker room knows it, that coaching staff knows it. And it's going to be exciting. This year is going to be so much fun. The drama's over. Now it's just time to ball out. Let's take a quick break. So we're all lovers of Netflix over here at eavesdropstudios.com. Um, I'm pretty sure you are too. If you're not watching Netflix, you're just missing out on life. What are you doing? You're 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 completely failing at life right now if you're not tuning in to all that original great content that they're pumping out. Um, film series. Um, you can catch the red remote podcast on itunes google play spotify 
iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcasts. You can also check us out on YouTube, The Red Remote, where we're posting special videos that maybe don't get on the podcast feed. Um, Make sure that you go ahead and subscribe. We just did. We're in the process of continuing our review of Maniac, the limited series on Netflix, which is crazy. It's awesome. It's great. Make sure you guys tune in and subscribe to The Red Remote, a Netflix original show. Now, back to the pod. Pop had an interesting statement about Danny Green and Kyle Anderson. He said what he's going to miss the most about those two guys is the fact that they are just, they were like the two best defenders that we had on our team. And if you want to talk about all the great offensive um, talent and um, power that we're going to have this year, we're going to, we'd be, you know, be, be nuns to us not to talk about. You know, we did lose some two of our best defenders. We lost Kawhi. Well, actually, three. We lost Kawhi. We lost Danny Green. And we lost Kyle Anderson. So we lost our best defender at the shooting guard position and the small forward position. Um, that's going to hurt. I mean, guys, we know Pop. We know the Spurs. Our goal is always to be one of the best defensive teams in the league. Why? Because statistically... The best defensive teams in the league always end up making the conference finals. I mean, that's just kind of the way it is. And then from there, you know, fate and passion and energy and execution takes takes control. Okay. Um, superstars are born and superstars take the reins of the series at that point on. But that's going to leave a big hole for us. So, um, Danny Green, we are going to miss his perimeter defense Yes, he probably didn't hit a three all last season, but he was able to lock people down. Um, Kyle Anderson was able to stay low to the ground because he doesn't jump and, um, you know, stay in front of people. So that's going to hurt. And we're going to hope that DeMar can step it up in that area. We're going to hope that Bellinelli can contribute. Um, Dante Cunningham is going to be huge in that department. And... um, Who's going to be our best perimeter defender? That's to be seen. That's whoever's going to earn it. And that kind of ties into my next point right here that I wanted to talk about was Lonnie Walker. Um, Pop was asked about Lonnie Walker if he was going to be spending a lot of time in the D-League. And it's a good question because we are kind of loaded at the shooting guard position. So is he athletic enough and strong enough, I would say is the more important quality, to guard the three ball, to guard the three position, the small forward. Can he stay in front of some of these guys physically? I don't know. The veterans, I don't think so. Maybe some of these young guys, um, he can. But his offensive game, I think it's going to be there. I feel like his opportunities aren't going to be coming around that often to score you know, more than 8 to 10 points a game. But if he is going to earn a spot in the rotation, it's definitely going to be on the defensive side of the ball. Pop did go on and say, hey, if he comes out in training camp and proves to be our best player, he's not going to be sending our best player down to the D League or the G League. I'm sorry. And that just makes sense. Right. So it's really up to him. The opportunity is in his hands. Um, I do expect him to see to see him go up and down in the G League. I think that's obvious. We do that with all of our guys. We've done that with Kawhi. I mean, we did that with uh, 
with Davis Bertans. We did that with DeJounte and, and Derek White, obviously, last year, um, who is my breakout candidate of the year for the Spurs. Watch Derek White come out and ball out. It's going to happen. And that kind of leaves, you know, Bryn Forbes there, and Lonnie Walker is going to be behind him. Um, so if we go small... More often than not, he's going to have opportunities that come around. And to be honest, our only two centers on the team are, are Huckab Podal, Jacob, Jacob Podal, and Pow, 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 right in the kisser. Um, so we really only have two centers, you know, which means that we're going to be forward heavy and guard heavy. And and, and that's, where, that's the makeup of our roster moving forward. Um, so is Lonnie Walker going to be with us that long? We'll see. I mean, I mean, at least during this season, I, I don't expect him to see. I don't expect to see him dressed out every night. I don't. Um, there's going to be some nights where he's going to be in the suit right there next to Becky Hammond. And he's going to look fly. He's going to have like some nice suit on. His hair is going to be doing its own little thing, you know, and it's going to be interesting to see him grow. But let's not rush it. We don't need to rush it. Um, it's going to take time for him to get there. I'm really interested to see who is going to step it up on the defensive side of the ball Um, because Pop did say that some things are going to change, obviously, but the system always stays consistent. The expectations are always there, uh, especially on the defensive side of the ball. If you cannot guard, you are not going to play. There's not going to be one game where Coach Pop trades offense for defense. Just not going to happen. He's going to put the best defensive players on the floor and hopefully these guys can drop some buckets. At least that's what we've done in the past. Now, this year is going to be different. We're going to score buckets. Guys, in, in DeMar and LaMarcus alone, we should be all right in the scoring department. And we just need some guys to make up little shots here and there. So that really does allow us to put defenders on the floor. And um, if we do want to go big, you know, we can have Rudy Gay and Dante Cunningham on the floor with Jacopoto or, or LaMarcus Aldridge to provide some rim protection and length on the floor. Um, so it really depends on the matchup on a night-to-night basis, but defense always comes first in San Antonio. Defense has won us five championships, and uh, maybe scoring won us that last one. But anyways, no, 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 no. I take that back. We shut the shit down out of Miami in that series. 4-1? to 4-1? to one? Four to one? Yeah, that's all defense for you, baby. Um, let's take another quick break to hear about where you can find a Bucking Spurs podcast across social medias, and we'll be right back. A Bucking Spurs podcast is brought to you by the Eavesdrop Studios Podcast Network. Guys, if you're listening to this, you love the Spurs, your Go Spurs Go. It's in your bones, it's in your blood, you bleed silver and black. You know what it is. Now, follow us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcasts. Check us out on YouTube. I am posting new videos on YouTube, so check us out there. Make sure you comment, subscribe, like. Um, I love doing this show for you guys, but I need your all support. I need you guys to subscribe, share, do me the favor, do me that solid for another Spursian, for Spurs Nation. All right? Um, rate me on the... Uh, on the rating systems like on itunes and stuff share the love okay share it we're all love here in san antonio that's how we do it and i can't forget twitter and instagram i appreciate all the love now back to the pod 
Okay, so let's talk about some of these guys that are on the training camp roster that most likely are not going to make the team, but there's some that might. There's one or two that might. So let's kind of look at these players. We got Drew Ebanks, who is a forward, 6'10". We got Jaron Blossom Game, and I think we all know who this cat is. He's been with us for a while, 6'7", uh, forward. Um, so we got two forwards right there. We got Okaro White, another forward. Big surprise. Nick Johnson, guard. He ain't going to make it. We don't need any more guards, but it's good to have him there. So out of those players, it's obvious that we're looking for any type of help at the forward position. The big hole that Kawhi left in San Antonio was at that position. And guys, I love Jaron Blossom game. If you go look at his highlights on YouTube uh, of him playing with us in the summer league um, from this year, he seems like just one of those like PJ Tucker type guys who can be like a three and D player who's not afraid to guard, you know, the other team's best guard. He's kind of like a small package forward, right? So he can stay in front, you know, and I don't think he'd be afraid to do those type of things. And he can score the ball as well and he can shoot the rock. Um, he's had plenty of opportunities. I think he's earned his spot with us. So I'm rooting for Jaron Blossom game to go ahead and make the team. I, that would that would be awesome. Um, well, that's going to be it, guys, for a Bucking Spurs podcast. Again, you know where to find us. You heard the ad. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, rate us, all that good stuff. We're going to have more and more and more episodes coming your way because the season has started and it's time, baby. Woo! Go Spurs, go. 